This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to KMOX and always a treat to be able to catch up with my friend and the voice of the Final Four, the Masters in CBS Sports for many years, and that is Jim Nance. Jim, it is great uh, under the circumstances we're all dealing with a lot, but to be able to hear a familiar voice and to be able to talk to you is very comforting. How are you? I'm just fine, thankfully, and uh, listen, these are tough times, and you're right, under the circumstances, and we live over in this sports universe, which is way down on the food chain right now as far as areas of concern. But uh, anytime I can visit with you, which thankfully is a couple of times a year, and at the same time be on the great KMOX, uh, it's an honor. So thanks for having me, Tom. Thank you, and you know how much sports mean to this city, and when it does come back, that will play a part in healing us. But I think just... You know, to, for people to take a mental break every so often, because we are dealing with a lot of stresses, to be able to talk about, even though we're not seeing live sports, to be able to talk about them and reminisce, I think, is comforting and, and gives us a sense of normalcy, don't you? Absolutely. I felt that way, especially this past weekend when the Masters rolled around. Now, it was, I, I know, so hard for the, the rabid sports fan to get over the fact that there's no NBA, no start of the baseball season right now, and, of course, no NCAA tournament this year. But the Masters has always been one of those events that kind of signals the start of a new season. And uh, last week we were able to rebroadcast Phil Mickelson's win in 04 at Augusta and Tiger's win in 2019. And they both joined me for some real like play-by-play commentary uh, from the final rounds of their victories. And they both had strong messaging, not only in their wins that happened in, in Tiger's case just a year ago, but in their messages they, they sent out to, to everybody right now. And those are the kind of things we look for. We're looking for little things that bring us optimism and hope and, and a nice distraction in the middle of all these things we're trying to sort out right now. Because we know how important things are right now to so many different people, and people are going through a lot. Jim Nance is with us from CBS. And again, while this is secondary to everything, I couldn't help but think how great the Masters is in so many different ways. And I thought of that ceremonial tee shot. You know, when I think of the Masters, and and you've talked about it so many times, how important that moment is for you. What was it like to not? have those grand assignments on your plate. I, I'm missing every single week of it. You know, you kind of live in this time warp, Tom. You probably are the same way. You know, the Cardinal season would be underway. What would you be doing? What would that look like and feel like in terms of the ebb and flow of life as as it used to be? And uh, this is a week right now where my family would be with me at a golf tournament down at Harbortown in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. It's become a wonderful annual tradition um, for me, 30 four years running, but 
Yeah, the the day the the day of the opening day of the Masters, I um, I've never missed that opening shot. Now they had a couple of years where they didn't do it in uh, like '03 through '06, but I go back to '86 with that tournament, and I've stood there and watched in awe and celebrated not only the symbolism of the start of of the Masters and the start of springtime. But to look at these old heroes and to see the way that that tournament honors them. You know, golf really, like baseball, leans heavily on history and its heritage. And uh, I just love the way the sport has always kept its heroes as a, as a part of it. And do um, you know that night, last week, going into the opening day of the Masters, I actually woke up. I had this dream that I was late. I was not, the alarm had not gone off, and I had not run out to Augusta National in time to see the ceremonial first shot. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of what, where my mind was in the middle of the night. This is last Wednesday night going into Thursday morning. I actually woke up, you know, in the middle of the night thinking that I was, I, I was supposed to be out on my way to the golf course. Uh, but listen, it'll come again. It, uh, it, it, as you know, it's scheduled to, to be played in, in November. And uh, let's hope that the sports world is is back up and operating well before that. And uh, won't that be interesting, Tommy, to see two Masters played in a five-month span? That's just amazing to think. Yeah, can you imagine? And the PGA Championship, which you and I have shared at both Bell Reeve and at Beth Page, some time where we were able to talk at both, also is out there on the table. It does appear that golf, at least, uh, could be close here. I know the tour, there's a lot of uh, talk that the tour in the next few days is going to release a new schedule, a new hoped-for schedule. Uh, I don't really have any special insight I can give you, except that the summer months are really uh, a time when CBS broadcasts virtually every single PGA Tour event. So uh, I'm keeping an eye on it. Again, I'm just hoping that uh, there's a way where this can happen you know, golf is a sport where you can, at least for the competitors, you can naturally keep your, your distance. You can stay six feet apart. And um, I, I read the same things you read, that probably the sports world would be phased back in without spectators. I can't speak to what the plans are coming out of PGA Tour headquarters, but I do, uh, I do hope and, um, and pray that, that we can bring some sports back to America's living rooms that is new, fresh, and live, and meaningful. And maybe maybe it'll be this summer. I'm hoping so. One thing that I wanted to talk to you about that I thought was very special, you have a great relationship here with Bob Costas, of course, a KMOX alum, but also Joe Buck, who uh, both of them have gone on to have terrific careers. And you gave a tremendous tribute to the Buck family by mentioning Joe's father on the telecast that Joe would be able to do a Super Bowl like his father did with the Kansas City Chiefs. What brought you to bring Jack Buck's name to your telecast there leading into the Super Bowl, Jim? Well, this is an easy one. I have so much respect for the family, for starters. And a couple of weeks before the AFC Championship game, someone had casually mentioned to me that, well, of course, I knew the timeline on it. I knew it had been 50 years since the Chiefs had been in the Super Bowl and won Super Bowl four, And uh, someone mentioned, you know, Jack Buck called that game for CBS. He did the national broadcast. Boom. 
light switch goes on in my head, and I thought, you know what? If Kansas City is playing in the AFC Championship game and goes on to win it, I'd sure like to honor Mr. Buck and Joe by saying something about it. And they stormed back from behind again, um, the Chiefs did, like they did in the divisional round. They did that day against Tennessee, like they did in the fourth quarter against San Francisco. It was an amazing team. But we were just putting up the brackets, so to speak. Here's the matchup for the Super Bowl. And I just wanted to to wish Joe well. I have so much respect for him. He's he's an incredible announcer. And so is Bob Gossett. You mentioned Bob earlier. I mean, what pedigree all of you have there in St. Louis, what's come out of that city, it's, it's uh, almost indescribable. Dan Deardorff, uh, I, I spent some time yeah. with him. He, he lives right around the corner from me, and, and we've talked about uh, his times on CBS very fondly. I love Dan. Uh in time is I got to spend you know a significant amount of time with Dan at, at seminars and other CBS gatherings. But you know Joe was so nice about it. Um, I, I I was uh, you know, I was really truly not looking for this to, to garner any national attention. Um, but I just wanted to wish him well. Uh, he and Troy well for their for their broadcast coming up and be able to say how cool it is that a father could call a Super Bowl 50 years before a son. I mean, it's, hey, we just did the father-son story of, of all time with Tiger and his father, and then Tiger being able to and have that embrace with his son at Augusta in 2019. We rebroadcast it last week. But Joe just, uh, he, he went over above and beyond and, um, and, and thanked me uh, over and over again. He didn't need to. I just wanted him to know that I thought it was super special and what a tribute it is to his dad's, Hall of Fame career that a Hall of Fame son is going to have a chance to to actually follow in his dad's footsteps at exactly 50 years down the road and call a Super Bowl and have it not only be 50 years, but have the same team winning in both games. I mean, some incredible symmetry there. And in our final minute, that's also because you understand the father-son relationship and how much your father meant to you. Uh, I lost my father when I was almost 18, and I remember reading your book and becoming very emotionally attached to your story. Uh, your father meant a lot to you, and I know we only have a minute to go, and that's not enough time. Yeah. But that is a big part of, try of to, what you do. I'll try to glean a quick soundbite here about <laughs> my dearly beloved dad. Um, yeah, I wrote this book called Always By My Side because my father is figuratively, I feel his presence always with me. And that, that was the basis for the book, that my dad was, was there with me when I was calling, um, whether it be a Super Bowl, a Final Four, or the Masters. My father, his presence is with me to this day. He's been gone now for coming up on 12 years, but I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and uh, he is truly always by my side. I appreciate you, Jim, very much. Thank you for coming on KMOX. Let's stay in touch, and when sports come back, they are going to be amazing, my friend. They really are. It sets up if everything comes off as as everyone's planning with all of these golf events, tennis Grand Slam events, who knows where baseball will be, the start of college basketball, the NBA will be going, college football, the NFL. I mean, the fall, uh, these guys that are in charge of programming, the – they, they've certainly got their hands full to try to slot all this, but it'll be a good problem to have. Let's hope we get there. Tom, with great admiration, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Be well and be safe. All the best. There's, Take care now. There is Jim Nance with us on KMOX. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 